Are the expectations way too high? Where do we go from here? The only question, how long can it last? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Zero to 100. I'm Zach DeSalvo, and joining me as he always does is Eric Padilla. And this week, we've got a special guest on, friend of the pod, Hunter Wish. Fellas, how are we doing on this beautiful Sunday? Doing pretty good, man. Just just got home from a weekend in Vegas, so, you know, it's it's going to be a rough day for me today. Padilla, on his monthly trip to Vegas, is back. <laughs> survived once again he went missing for a while we had to uh we had to put something out on our socials to see if anyone could find it but he turned up and everything was okay guys got residency there man that's what i was telling him yesterday (laughs) he's got a contract he's like the chain smokers over there wow speaking of chain smoking i'm sure he had a few schmags oh he definitely had a few heaters in the club with the mask on at the at the strip club man i was just sitting there chiefing you, I could, I can definitely picture you in one of those masks that has like the hole in it for this to, yes. to slide in there, so you can be oh, puffing that bad boy while you're walking through the club, bro. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty crazy. I mean, I by the end of the night, I was, it was a smoke show, man. It was, it was crazy, and also the missing tweet. Yeah, I had people calling me. I had missed calls because <laughs> people legit thought I was missing. I was like, oh, no, I damn. was just. I was just out till 5 a.m. Just I can't believe anyone actually believed that. It was literally like a Photoshop <laughs> of a poster from Breaking Bad. Like a... <laughs> and it was a photo of me with a cigarette in my mouth. Like, do you really think you put that on a missing? Like, <laughs> it was a pretty obviously bad photo. Isn't that, Pia, uh, isn't your move to, like, when you get to the club, you, like, first thing you do is go to the bathroom and tip the dude in there so he just gives you stuff the whole time? Isn't that your thing or is that someone else? Yeah. It's a great no, system. That's... That's yeah. me. Go straight to the go straight to the bathroom, give a quick tip, get uh get a little spray of cologne, mm. ask for a cigarette. <laughs> yes. Nights, nights golden. My move is to try and steal a cigarette while the guy's not looking and talking to someone else. But wow. sadly, sadly, I was uh <laughs> I was a piece of shit because we bought we bought a pack of cigs. So thinking ahead, to, smart man. Yeah, we had those ready. So, like I said at the beginning of the show, I just got back from a four-day trip in Vegas. And when you think of Vegas, you think of partying, you think of the strip, you think of strip clubs, you think of just going all out, having fun. And then the very last day, you think about the hangover. You think about how you're going (laughs) to cure your hangover. And so today, we're going to go ahead and discuss what kind of hangover cures that we have and kind of just see if there's something out of the ordinary that we've never done before. And so I'm going to go ahead and start it off. So I just did this today, right when I got uh, out out of the airport, I went straight to a pho place and had me a good old bowl of pho to just kind of cure me, kind of just spice it up, get everything Mm. out of my system type deal. And dude, yeah, I feel great right now. Okay. So did you do that in Vegas or did you like suffer the hangover the whole, you know, trip back. And then you did it at home. Oh, I did it when I got back. Oh, wow. Okay. So you kind of, so you sucked it up for a while and then. Yeah. I lived Yeah. That's what, that's why I do the early flights. So my hangover is still drunk. (laughs) Yeah. So it's not at like the peak. And by the time I land, that's where it starts to hit. And yeah. And that's what happened. Once I landed today, 
my stomach was hurting. My head was pounding. I was like, you know what? I got to go get some pho. Drove a few miles away from the airport and, and got my fixing. Mm. Damn. Food is big for me. I feel like food always just like kind of soaks up the, the leftover alcohol in your system and always. Oh, for sure. Gives you some life-saving grace. Wish, what's uh, any, any tips for the listeners that you kind of do to cure those hangovers? Man, dude, it's it's really a big mental game. If it's a bad hangover, I, I just accept that I can't do anything besides drink water. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is pretty mental though. You kind of got you kind of yeah. get in your own head sometimes. Because if I don't, if like my head's pounding, okay, obviously ibuprofen, continue to drink water. But then if I get the shakes, man, I, I'm just gonna go into fetal position on the couch and try to wait it out. I have heard good things about the the pho thing. So in case that we, if I get this bad hangover, which I'm assuming next Sunday may have to take my talents to pho. Oh yeah. That oh, would yeah. kind of solve the problem. The pho is nice because it's not super heavy. I feel like either. It's like a, that just kind of the warmth warms your soul. Gets yeah. the blood flowing again. Mucho's breakfast burrito is not bad though. Un bacon. Un bacon. Un bacon with the cherry limeade from Sonic. Hey, did you guys see that Sonic allegedly is coming out with their own seltzers? Like Sonic flavored seltzers? No way what on earth. It's it's just rumors right now, but I was about uh, to say who's who's your seltzer plug? I saw <laughs> this. I did. I saw this on Twitter. Some uh some like reporter from Oklahoma, which I think Sonic is headquartered out there. So mm. you might have the scoop. <laughs> Interesting Sonic headquarters location, but yeah, naturally makes sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah wish. I think you mentioned the ibuprofen. I feel like my like Advil is probably my biggest trick. Like I'm big on the you know, kind of when I, when I hit the early morning bathroom after a, after a long night of drinking, I pop the Advil and then, and then go back and lay down. And then when you actually wake up in the morning, it's usually yeah. kind of kicking in. I feel like that always helps. Oh, yeah. And sometimes a shower can uh, do the trick, maybe a cold shower to wake up if you have the energy for it. But uh, for me, I mean, I, I've just never been able to make it to the shower. Yeah. Sunday, <laughs> if, if you're drinking on like a Saturday night and then the hangover is Sunday, Sunday is a tough, uh, tough shower day if you're not a tough shower day. Oh, yeah. You just <laughs> kind of just... soak. You just soak all day until you go to bed. It's like, you know what? I need to take a shower real quick. You just kind of yeah. stew in it. Yeah. Like you guys, you guys are kind of st- staying away from the food. Like, yeah, my main go to is not eating food or anything like that, but I'll do a blue Powerade, get those electrolytes in, and then I hit the dab pen all day. <laughs> yeah. Smoking. Oh, yeah. Day. I do have a remedy actually. And uh, Padilla and I have talked about it on Twitter before, but uh, if they have it available, kind of rare these days, but uh, a blue Gatorade with a nipple on it, because it hits differently, that'll <laughs> nipple, solve a hangover the within is seconds. Big. That, is, is, that big. is my go-to, but it's rare. It's rare these days. So, Do you guys ever do, uh, like, have you had like those liquid IV things the, that's like the electrolyte packets? No, I, I think they sell those at like Costco or something. Yeah, they sell them at Costco. You, maybe I'll uh, I'll bring some next time we're all drinking together. But uh, I have a couple of friends that are like big on these things. Like we went to Chelan last summer and they would like first thing in the morning, drink a liquid IV. We'd be like, we'd start day drinking. And then like mid afternoon, they'd just like make one really quick and slam it just middle of the day just to kind of keep themselves afloat. Uh I don't know. It's it's. I didn't. I didn't really do it. I'm still the big Advil guy, but because they kind of taste funky to me sometimes. But mm. I, I know a lot yeah. of people that do like them. Some booty sweat yeah. in there. <laughs> a little duck butter. 
Like my cousins this week were just Pedialyte drinking Pedialyte. Oh, I hate Pedialyte. I can't do that. It's like it's salty. Like it tastes super salty and then sweet, and it's just it's it's not good. I don't know how people drink that. I don't like the. I don't know if texture is the right word, but it's almost like too. It's like too thick. Yeah, in a way, like it's hard to explain like the thickness of it because obviously it's liquid, but it's I don't know. It's it's weird. You gotta yeah, get those Pedialyte kinda, yeah. Otter Pops. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those are pretty good. But the Pedialyte, someone has it's like a uh, like a gelatin uh, substance. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just it's too. It's kind of like have you guys ever had? This is like for extreme dehydration. But those like aloe juices. Yes, dude. It's like that. This like thick, goopy. It's just nasty. yeah. It's just it's just weird. I think um, I've got to be pretty desperate in a hangover to get to that stage. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, for you guys, um, if you guys have never had this before, even for our listeners, this is a great hangover cure too. Um, it's called chilaquiles. So it's a Spanish dish. The um, breakfast food? Yes. Oh yeah. It's a cut up tort. It's like cut up tortillas with, you can either get green or red sauce, just topped in chorizo and eggs, sour cream onions dude it's you can just drench it in hot sauce that's what i did actually uh friday morning uh and i was very hungover and you know what i had i had chilaquiles and then i had a big ass mimosa and that just basically fueled me there was a little hair on the dog always uh always (laughs) helps always always yeah that one always and then obviously the next day it's back yeah, it kind of makes the if you if you do that too many days in a row, you're just kind of stacking on top of each other the hangovers and the final day is always rough. Chilaquiles are good though. They're kind of uh almost like a breakfasty nacho type of vibe. Yeah. But, but more authentic. Mm, yeah, I haven't had that before. It's delightful. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's, it's it's a good one. Yeah, those, do, you guys, uh, do you guys have any specific foods that you guys eat? Like that, if you can eat when you guys are hungover. Yeah, I mean, for me, it, it it definitely has to be the the muchos un bacon, or I can yeah. I could probably I could probably fuck around and eat some Popeyes chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I think the like I do love a breakfast burrito when I'm hungover for some reason. I don't know what it is, but that it's like it's big enough to just kind of like knock you out and give you the substance you need i feel like breakfast burritos always hit hard when you're hungover also definitely cleans you out too i mean you're definitely gonna have a meeting with that's really big can (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) i I usually have my meeting with the can at like 7 a.m after a night of drinking that's when i pop my advil then head back to bed for a couple hours read the newspaper close it down Um, well if it's if it's a weekday i'm i'm checking the markets and scrolling through my brokerage Ah, account to see what what the stocks guy this man records the pod while he's on the toilet oh no i wouldn't do that to the listeners classless this guy's classless (laughs) i I need my i need my hands so i can't be uh, i can't be doing that i'd be all bogged down in there (laughs) okay everyone so we got a fun segment for you guys today uh we've been liking the snake draft lately so today eric hunter and i are going to be picking our um our favorite movie soundtracks of all time so not necessarily movie scores. This, this isn't a big uh, Lord of the Rings and Star Wars pod, but uh, we've got some great soundtracks that we love from movies, and we're going to be going through and snake drafting them and 
at the end, you guys can tell us who you think drafted the best. And then is there a uh, significance to like, say for my first pick, does it need to be my top choice or does it matter? It doesn't really matter. I would say uh, use, if you think it's one that like we will also have on our list then pick it early because like if one of us takes it, then you can't pick it. Mm, okay Strategy. i have a feeling i feel like padilla and i may have some similar ones but yeah, we'll I mean, see if you got a fast and furious movie in there padilla is probably just going all those for his picks that's that's horrible what is there 21 movies <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, don't got enough rounds in the draft for him to get all of them oh no so i think first pick here today is padilla start us off with your uh, number one overall pick in the movie soundtrack snake draft so for my number one pick, uh, these these songs on this soundtrack, I still listen to. They listen to them at the gym. They still play on the radio. Um, but I'm going with the Black Panther soundtrack. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I knew that was going to be super high on both of your guys' lives. Oh, I, my God. I, I, I knew exactly <laughs> when he said I listened at the gym. I said, this man just picked Black Panther. God. <laughs> I knew wish I knew wish had this one. That's why when you said I was number one, I was like, okay, I got to go with this one first. Smart move. Wish Smart I'm man. assuming was that going to be like one of your first picks? Oh yeah, it was between that one and then uh, the one that I'll actually pick. And I don't know if anyone will have it have this one on their list, so it's kind of a risk right here. But um, I'm going to go ahead and do Dr. Dre's Compton soundtrack. So this was the soundtrack Ooh. for Straight Out of Compton. Okay, very West Coast flavor esque. So that's my number one pick. I, I had that one, one kind of in my in my backups if I needed to go to it because that one does have some great music on it. What, it, what so I so wish do you like the Black Panther soundtrack more than Straight Outta Compton? I'm guessing based on your reaction. Uh, ah, I, I guess I was uh, being a little bit selfish and just wanted both of them on my team for <laughs> draft picks. Uh, but I definitely like them equally. I feel like Black Panther when that one came out, and specifically because Kendrick Lamar kind of engineered that one. Yep. I'm a huge fan of his. I I just fell in love with the the whole soundtrack. So yeah, that that was a great movie soundtrack. I'm a pretty big uh, Marvel eh kind of guy, and I feel like Black Panther was just <laughs> something that was totally different. So I did enjoy that one. All right, well, I guess I'm gonna pick now for my first pick, and this is a movie that I think came out all like it was. We were it was our probably first or so year in college, or maybe it was just like really popular that year, and it came out a couple years before that but i gotta go with one of the greatest party movies of all time project x in the soundtrack oh i was actually bumping music from that soundtrack from that movie this weekend dude it's just like so many great bangers on that on that soundtrack uh and like you know some really good remixes that were awesome like i feel like that's just got so many iconic scenes too that yeah. the music oh, yeah. player in the background that's, that's a good pick right there i think we all had some good picks for the number yeah one. that was a good one pursuit pursuit of happiness remakes on that on that movie oh yeah you got that like heads will roll song by the yeah 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 just all-time bangers all right uh so since we're doing snake draft i gotta go pick number two um this is one that this is probably one of my favorite movies of all time and this is this is a little more in the well not a little more a lot more in the in the rock genre of soundtracks but guys i gotta go school of rock for my second pick oh okay Okay. Some great classic rock songs. And then, man, I used to just blast the, the School of Rock original jams from that movie. They were yeah, just so good. A good pick. 
I, f- I have a feeling like you probably once a day you sing the song that they sing at the very end. Maybe we was making straight A's. <laughs> <laughs> Kick some ass. Such a <laughs> yeah, I know that one probably wasn't high on your guys' list, but I had to get that just in case someone else. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we are back to Wish now. Okay. Uh, I want to make sure I get this one on the list because I don't know if Padilla, Padilla could potentially have this one as well. So it's oh, a newer man. soundtrack. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, the movie that recently came out exclusively on HBO Max. Oh, I haven't uh, Black- seen that yet. Oh, incredible movie. I highly recommend it uh, about Fred Hampton and his assassination. Um, but, you know, on that soundtrack, it has Nipsey Hussle, Jay-Z, Black Thought, Nas, Pooh Shiesty, uh, it's a lyrical treat if you ask me. So oh, that's yeah. all, that's second on my list. Pity, have you seen that movie? No, I've been actually, I was actually going to watch it today once we finished all this stuff. But yeah, uh, I saw Wish talking about it and how good it was. And I've seen nothing but good reviews on it. So I need a good Sunday night movie. So I might have to tap into that. Oh yeah, well. H- highly recommend it. It's a, it's a really good film. Okay, definitely going to check that one out. All right, uh, let's finish up round two here with Padilla's uh, next pick, your number two. Uh, so for my number two, I'm going to go with what Zach calls himself a marble eh kind of guy, but I'm going to go with the Guardians of the Galaxy, the first movie soundtrack. Just Wish, those- have you seen that one? Yeah, I have. Okay. I haven't seen that movie, but when I was kind of doing my, doing my research for this today, I kept seeing like that soundtrack pop up in a lot of, a lot of uh, lists. Yeah. yeah so basically- it's good. Yeah, so basically the main character, uh, uh, Peter Quill, he is from Earth and he has he has this like uh, a cassette player. So he has just only listens to like super old songs. Okay. And so it's like hooked on a feeling, spirit in the sky, um, just a bunch of just really old, old songs that they just listen to. And it's like perfect for the movie. Just some good kind of throwback oldie classics. Yeah. How how does that one rank in your uh, in your Marvel movies, Padilla? Is that one that's actually worth watching, or are we talking like same as uh, like Thor five? That's just no. I feel I feel like if (laughs) I no I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy is good. It's pretty. uh, It's not it's it's not as corny as some of the other ones might kind of seem to be these ones are pretty good uh kind of seem to be and uh (laughs) but yeah no i love garden of the galaxy i love those movies those ones are really good the soundtracks are amazing the humor in it is awesome i think it's i think those movies are the funniest ones out of all of them and chris pratt almost got canceled but he got through it so yeah good for him Okay, so Padilla, that was your second. All right, so we are now on to round three of the draft. So Padilla, uh, go ahead and do your next back-to-back pick. All right, so for my back-to-back pick, I am going to go with the soundtrack from The Longest Yard. Ah, Adam damn it, that was the on Adam my list. Sandler, the Adam Sandler version. I knew I, I was going to pick that one second, but I was like, I don't. these guys might forget about this one. So I'm going to, okay, that's a great pick. I love that yeah, movie. That, yeah, that soundtrack on there is so good. It's mainly Nelly. Yeah. And, oh yeah, it's perfect. Wish, I take it you've seen that movie? Yeah, that's what does that one have the uh, the Nelly song? Here comes the boom. Yeah. Is it that one? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, that one. soundtrack is so good. 
I feel like that. Uh, I remember like for some reason, and I think it was like middle school, I had some like, I, I wasn't, I wasn't good at like that whole downloaded music illegally stuff back in the day. So someone like bootlegged me that this soundtrack <laughs> bumping it all the time. One of those burned yeah. CDs back in the day. You got hustled for a soundtrack. Well, I didn't buy it from him. He just gave me a copy for free. My boy, Chris. <laughs> Probably not listening. <laughs> All right, Wish, what do you got for your third pick? Oh, I think I'm going to go with uh, The Matrix. Ooh. One, uh, yeah, the, and the reason why I'm going with The Matrix, um, although it has like a lot of like crazy techno music from and all, I only picked it specifically because of the ending of the first one uh, is Rage Against the Machines, Killing in the Name of, and that is just a badass ending to a, uh, to a movie, in my opinion. So It's a good jam. Power to the people. Okay, a couple of good picks here. That's a good one. All right, so for my third one. Okay, now I got to put some strategy in here because Padilla's tapped back into the old ones that I wasn't sure you guys would think of. So I'm going to bump this one up on the list because I think it could get taken. But uh, I'm kind of surprised no one in this group has mentioned it yet. But guys, the Space Jam soundtrack is my third pick. Oh, oh man, I didn't even think about that. It's, it's your just, dance, do your dance. Yep, like they yep. got the Space Jam, like... <laughs> All the uh, like the R. Kelly, I believe I can fly. Oh, Basketball yeah, Jones, man. Oh, uh, that is a good one. I did that. I'm, wow, I'm wow. not even thinking about that. Basketball, Basketball Jones. Jones. <laughs> I got a Basketball but, Jones. But I, but I, but I got a question, Zach. Well, is the new Space Jam movie gonna have a better soundtrack? I don't, oh, man, I, I'm wow. kind of curious. I have seen a few. Uh, that's like the scene of LeBron is always kind of in those new hbo max previews and i'm i'm curious to see what the music will be for it because i bet it'll be pretty good like lebron like the shop yeah. always has great music so i bet they're gonna come up with yeah um, it's got to be real like up-to-date music too and so i bet it will because like at the time i think all those songs that were in space jam were like you know pretty popular then so. i honestly wouldn't even be surprised either if they get some of the songs from the original space jam and throw yeah. them in the new one because they're so good someone oh i bet gosh, they'll get yeah, some classics. big time artists to like remake the space jam song and and kind of throw that in there i love it yeah the monsters are coming down with that one song hit them high hit them high hit them high maybe they'll get i bet maybe they'll get uh some celebrity uh like rappers in there for the movie and they'll they'll have them you know, like they'll steal their powers too something like that would be a nice little twist lebron's going big with the stars on that i'm excited to see mm -hmm. thank god for hbo max now i don't have to go to a theater all right, we're going to take a quick break here, and then we'll go on to our next round. Okay, everyone, back to the movie soundtrack snake draft. So we are left with, uh, we each have two picks left, and we're kind of on the back end of the snake. So I've got another one. Um, and this was a tough one because I lost my longest yard track. So I'm going to have to, this is another one that I think could maybe be stolen to you guys so i gotta get it in there uh guys i'm going with the shrek soundtrack oh okay mm. Mm. okay that, is, that, that was a classic growing up yeah there's just good. so many bangers in there shrek yeah. 2 is also still available if anyone wants to kind of muddy the waters but i think I, <laughs> I i was trying to decide between the two and i think i had to go with the first one just because it's the original i feel like it had the best of all the bangers in there um in all-star but just some great songs on that 
That's a good one. That's a good pick. Yeah, that's solid. Damn, he's really going in with the animated movies. I didn't think about these. Got to get the oldies in there, you know? Mm. Uh, Yeah, I guess Space Jam is animated. Half and half. All right. Uh, Wish, you're up next with your fourth pick. Fourth pick. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Friday Night Lights, the movie. Iconic when uh, you get to see Boot Miles doing his thing on the field in the beginning of the movie. A lot of uh, public enemy being played, which I'm a big fan of, Terminator X. And then uh, I think the best scene is when they are coming out to the uh, in, inside the dome for the finals. I don't know. I can't remember what that rock song's called, but it'll get your hair standing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does get you get the vibes going? That's for sure. And then I can't forget about the. Uh, they have like some instrumentals. I, I can't remember who the artist was, but he's always doing like the guitar in the background. And when they lose the, uh, the championship, it's got that sad guitar playing in the background. Really plucks at the the heartstrings. Yeah. Kind of gets to you, that's for sure. All right, Padilla, what do you got going for your next one? So I'm, I have one. Um, it's not as great as Space Jam, but it's in that route with a basketball movie. Oh, damn sports. it. You're take my next one. Uh, I got to go with Like Mike. Damn it. Oh, shit. Oh, man. That one is just such feel good music, man. Basketball is just iconic. Yep. Oh yeah. When they're so, singing the Ja Rule or uh, uh the DMX song that they're like blasting in the car ride together. Oh, in the car before he passes out from yeah, melatonin. Before, <laughs> yeah, before the Xanax gets to him. <laughs> Such a great movie too. I, I always I think I watched that one within the last year and it's like so funny to see all the old or I, like at the time they're all super young, but like these NBA players that were like just old heads now it's it's crazy oh yeah it's like, like that movie is literally Weber. like 20 years old oh yeah chris weber you got the young dirk in there jason yeah, J. Kid. yep gary payton yeah. t-mac you got them all bunch of stuff vince carter was like the enemy in that or like the antagonist in the film yeah he had to get oh, past yeah. vince carter to make the playoffs <laughs> yeah shoot it <laughs> He dunked on David Robinson too. Oh yeah, yep. the admiral. Yep. All right, Wish. What do you got? Uh, I think you're gonna like this one. Uh, I'm gonna go with Men in Black. Ooh, the first movie soundtrack. That's a classic. Will Smith debuting his song "Men in Black." It's a good one. That is a good one. I. Uh... Yeah, I feel like you're on the right track there. So you're on the first, the first movie, right? Yeah, first movie. Yep. Okay, I like it. Um, okay, so I think you guys have all five, right? Is it just me with my last pick? No, I did four. I did four as well. Okay, so I'm on my last, and then you guys each have two more. All right. Um, so I'm gonna follow in Wish's footsteps here with a Will Smith movie, um, but I'm kind of man, I'm I'm a little limited. You guys took some of my picks. Uh, I was going to go straight out of Compton, was also looking at Like Mike. Um, part of me wants to cop out and just go Shrek 2 because I feel like that's also a great soundtrack. But I'm going to switch it up here and I'm going to go Bad Boys 2, which was also a fantastic soundtrack. Mm, that is a good soundtrack. There. Another, Will Smith, or another Will Smith movie there that you got to throw in. And nothing like some great scenes from Miami. <laughs> All right, boys. One left each. I think we go... Uh, Wish, then Padilla to finish us off. So, Wish, what do you got? Ah, uh, geez. I think I'm going to go with Get Richard Dry Trying. 
soundtrack. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Little 50 Cent action, little Curtis Jackson. That is a good one. I totally forgot about that. I was considering Eight Mile too. Maybe Pitiot will pick that with his last Ooh. one, but that's another great soundtrack. Oh, you might you might have just given him an idea for a draft pick. I know. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I should have should have gone with it. With my last one, man, I gotta go with Hustle and Flow. <laughs> oh, oh that's man. a good one. Oh, that is a good one. That's a really good one. Man, that's that you know, movie's it's old hot too. Out here for a pimp. I am pretty surprised that okay, so we've all got our picks in now. I'm surprised that no one Padilla, what no Fast and Furious soundtracks in here? What's going on? I didn't want to because you called me out for it. So I was just like, <laughs> you know what? I'll do other ones. But dude, yeah, all the Fast and Furious movies got great soundtracks. Which one, which one were you gonna pick if you had to go with like one? What would be uh, your uh... I, uh, it was between the first Fast and the Furious, because that's when Ja Rule was in his prime, and so he just had bangers. Um, but then, uh, fast five, man, you're not good. I figured it had to be Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift's got some ding, teriyaki ding, boys, ding, yep. ding, 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 yeah. ding, Tokyo, it's such a banger, but yeah, I mean, they all, they all got pretty up to date songs every time a, a movie comes out, which is every two years. Uh, I'm really curious to see whenever what, the rock feels like it. Yeah, I'm really curious to see their space movie and what that soundtrack is going to be like. But. Yeah, God. Wish, were there any uh, any for you that you kind of had on the back burner that just didn't quite make your cut? No, I guess I was really focusing like on a uh, top three for the most part. Um, but then once you started naming like Shrek, Space Jam in particular, uh, I started thinking about more of Disney's type movies as well. Yeah. And if I had to, I, I was thinking about pulling out Holes. Holes is a good Ooh. one, yeah. yeah. Dig it up, oh, oh. Exactly. Yeah, and it's just some classics. Yeah. <laughs> I know, this. The, once you kind of get into the animated ones, like I was thinking, uh, like even a movie like Lilo and Stitch, I feel like has just all those great Elvis songs that are just, they just, yeah. if I had to go to animated, them, hit. yeah, if I had to go animated, I got to go with my, all-time favorite movie which is the lion king yeah that's the a lion king's got too. good ones on there bro what about uh tarzan man get some phil collins in your life that's got some bangers or uh toy story what's that one? what's that one guy's <laughs> name with sid sid <laughs> no 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 the guy who sings all the tracks with the peculiar voice oh, oh the, uh, you got a friend in me who does sing that yeah <laughs> I'm gonna look, His I need voice just cracks now. me up. You got a friend. He like me. sings to all of them too. Randy exactly. Newman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe next time we'll have to do a uh, snake draft of just Disney soundtracks in general. Just like animated. Like, yeah, I feel like that's its whole own category of just classic movies. Or do we'll have to get Crescentian on it too because that's that's got him written all over it. <laughs> Randy. <laughs> Okay, so we've got our resident NBA Lakers fan back on the pod with us. Uh, wish. <laughs> now that you're here, I think uh, it's kind of close to the halfway point in the season. Um, this has definitely been one of the weirder seasons I think I can ever remember watching with you know players missing due to COVID or people getting hurt. Um, I feel like we still just don't really have a good idea of who is actually like really good and how these teams are looking. So I guess... Maybe we'll start with your boys down there in LA. Um, I'm kind of curious from you. Are you 
waning in confidence in them? Are you feeling just as good as you were when the season started? What are you thinking about those, those Lakers? Uh, I definitely, I don't want to hit the panic mode. I just don't like losing games in general, like regardless who the team is. So I just always get mad (laughs) if they lose one game, it could be the end of the world for me, but I think they're going to be fine. It's it, like you said, is definitely just so hard to tell, like who is the top dogs of the NBA. And I think what's really going to come down to with a season like this uh, is, is when it comes playoff time is that's when you're really going to start to see like what teams can really outlast others when it comes to the series. And it, it's just hard to tell because of, like you said, injuries and contract tracing and all that. So I think the Lakers are doing fine. It's good to have Sh- uh, Schroeder back. Um, hopefully they could pull out another W against the Warriors tonight uh, and then go from there. We still have one more roster spot to uh, pick up. So I, I don't know who they have in mind right now. So I guess we'll time will time will tell. What do you think they need for that last roster spot? Not necessarily like a name, but I guess like what type of player do you think they're looking for? Uh, definitely someone who can uh, make their own shots. Um, okay. So like how we brought on Markeith Morris. I mean, we brought on in that bubble, JR, D- uh, Dion Waiters, and Markeith Morris. And obviously, obviously Morris was the one who really showed out that he can be a shot maker. But I think that um, this season that we still need at least one more shot maker to be able to – um, like like what Schroeder does, be able to take guys to the basket and be a consistent scorer. I think that would really help the Lakers tremendously in that area. Maybe a DeMar DeRozan. Wow. I don't, yeah, that definitely would be hard to get now. But Yeah, probably no chance at that. Uh, you know who else is? Uh, you know, the Lakers have kind of been struggling lately, but those Miami Heat are climbing in the standings. <laughs> They're back, they're, baby. Oh my yeah, they. I mean, they're starting to get back into it. I know Jimmy Butler, like you said the other day, he's he's starting to get healthy again, and they they look like the team that was in the bubble. Like we've been, I last the last pod we had, I basically was saying that they conned us, that their their performance that they had in the bubble was they just, heard you. was just a fluke. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I was kind of going along those lines, but yeah, like you were saying, that Jimmy's Jimmy's healthy now it seems like they're kind of all back in sync again. And yeah, it's, it's not too late to kind of pick things up and start moving into moving uh, down in the standings. So I can, yeah. What, what seed did you have them rank before the season started? Like, I don't know if I had an actual C, but I, I think I did have them as the best. Uh, I think I had them as the best, the second best team in the East. Cause I know I thought Milwaukee was going to be better than them, but I, like, I know, yeah. I think I had, in the conference finals was Milwaukee and Philly. So, but then I, you know, I obviously had them like in the losing in the second round, I think one yeah. of those teams. And like, which you I said, still I wouldn't mean, be surprised if that yeah. happens. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, this season is, is weird. We, it's, it's still real tough to tell who is like, who's the top team. Obviously we have certain teams that are the good ones, but even then there's times where they don't look that good at all. And, they're losing to teams that they shouldn't be losing to. And so, yeah, it's still, it's still early to tell, but yeah, Miami kid could make their way into, into the, like the top four. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, you look at the East, uh, it's so funny to look at like the East records compared to the West records. And there's just, it's, crazy. Um, it's just a literal monumental difference between the two in terms of records and like the type of uh, caliber teams you're playing. Yeah. I mean, so uh, the Bucks just won today. They just beat the uh, Clippers. LA Clippers in a close game. But yeah, there's, I'm looking at it right now. You've got Philly, Brooklyn, and Milwaukee 
are basically all within a game of each other at like, you know, 21 and 13 in the East. And then after that, you've got like four teams that are at 500 for the next couple. And then everyone's below 500. Like the East is just really bad this year. Yeah. I'm looking at the the standings right now. And it's like, you have your, um, for instance, your, your fourth place team, the Raptors are 17 and 17. Yeah. You look at, you look at the fourth place team in the Western conference, the Suns, 21 and 11, 21. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, it's kind of crazy. Like, is there, how are you guys feeling about, I guess maybe I'll start with wish and see who, are there any teams in the East that you think that like you'd be worried about seeing in the finals um, or are they all, do you think that they're still not quite on the level of like, you know, a healthy Lakers squad or. Oh, more? no, I, I, I mean, I hate to say it, but obviously I'm worried about the nets. Okay. Uh, so you are, I'm, yeah. I'm sure Padilla will agree with that. Yeah. They just have, I mean, offensively, man, it's just crazy. And the Lakers are notorious are of letting just, I wouldn't say no names, but like uh role players just shit on us. It was, what's his name? H- Harris, Joe. Joe Harris, Joe Harris, dude, he was shooting lights out against us. So you get guys like that. And then on top of it, you have Katie Kyrie and ho ass James Harden. I mean, they ball out of control. So I would definitely would be scared to play the Nets in the finals. I still think I'm, I'm still curious to see how they will look when it's all three of them, because I think one thing that's been like, they're, you know, they just lost the other night, but they're on like a six game winning streak. Um, I feel like when it's just two of their stars, they're able to actually play other guys that are decent at defense and mm. the ball moves around a lot better. Whereas like when it's all three of them in there, they, they, I feel like they, it's weird. They almost don't look as good with all three as they do with just like two guys. Like I think Harden and Durant and then the other like three others is almost like the best combination they can put out on the floor. Yeah. That's uh yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see too once KD comes back because yeah, they're right now without him, they're in sync, they're playing really well. And obviously adding KD to it, like on paper, it's makes it look unstoppable, but obviously they got it they gotta sync up again once he's back and make sure that he's able to do the things that he was doing before he uh was it contact tracing that he is or is he hurt? He had contract chasing and then the last that was like three games because he had to, he got like pulled in the middle of that Toronto game, which was really weird. Um, but then he's got like a hamstring injury right now, which is kind of interesting. Like I feel like that's not getting talked about much either. Like I don't know if there's any concern for KD long term because he really has missed a lot of games this season. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't think it's like they're just being careful. I think he's like I mean, it's a hamstring injury right now, but I think he's like legitimately hurt that that he can't play. And, and, and that's true too. Like they're not putting too much emphasis on that injury like they are with the whole AD injury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and I mean, even with injuries in general this season, like I, I mean, it doesn't seem like that many players are actually hurt, but then again, no one's really reporting on it. The only one that you see is just AD out for a few weeks. ADs was weird too. Cause I feel like, you know, everyone kind of made it sound like it was the Achilles initially. And then it sounds like it's like muscle near the Achilles. And then it went to calf strain. It was like, we just don't really know. We just know he's going to be out through the all-star break, which they announced the other day that KD is going to be out through the all-star break too. So that yeah. makes me think his injury is at least a little more serious. Cause that's like a long time to miss. If you just have like, 
you know, if you just pulled your hammy, like it's clearly more than that. Yeah. And they're, and they're probably being a lot more cautious, especially with big names like KD or Anthony Davis. Cause if you look at the second yeah. half of the season, I mean, specifically for the Lakers, they have like a, I want to say it's like a seven back-to-back game spread on the second oh, half. Damn. Yeah. So, and obviously I think that goes for a lot yeah. of teams. I think that's, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's a pretty good thing. amount of them. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure they're being more cautious with that because I mean, back-to-back games like that, more fatigue, more prone for injuries. So why, why rush if you're like a team like the Nets or the Lakers who are, are you know, are good standings right now and probably guaranteed a playoff spot. So. Yeah. When you got title aspirations, you're not really worried about uh, these regular season games. Right. So, so wish I got something for you. Uh, I brought this up to Zach uh, a few days ago, but um, with the way the Lakers are playing, like obviously they went on that losing streak and everybody thought it was the end of the world, whatever. I kind of was paying attention to LeBron's minutes. So he's been playing way too many minutes. (laughs) And so I don't know if you think this is, but do you think that obviously if he sticks, if Vogel keeps making him play those minutes, because obviously they need him in the game that's going to have an effect on him once playoffs start. Yeah, I think it's a, uh, I think it's definitely a concern. Uh, I mean, obviously LeBron's very adamant that he doesn't want breaks. He doesn't want to, you know, reduce his minutes and whatnot. And I think that's just the competitor. That's just the nature of his, com- that's just his competitive nature. Uh, so it is a bit worrisome and cause obviously he is getting older. So is, you know, father time like it did with Kobe and the year with how many minutes he was playing, it definitely started to take fatigue and injuries start to come about onto his body. So uh, it, it definitely, I would love to see him, you know, take a few minutes off, but at the same time, it's upon uh, the other players on the team to actually pick up some slack. Like you would love to see LeBron take some minutes off, but when he does, the team starts to struggle and people aren't scoring so we yeah his teammates can't hold a lead for him to be able to sit on the bench for long so yeah so i would love him to take a uh, breather out there and relax but (laughs) it's just so hard now because we just don't have uh guys willing to step up and make some big time plays um so it'll be interesting to see with shooter now back in the mix does uh, lebron's minutes reduce a little bit yeah and i think they have just over the last couple games i mean i like that utah game where they it was a blowout pretty early like Frank Vogel didn't make him go back in. I think the, even the Portland game, I think he only played like 35 minutes. So it, it was really just that, uh, that stretch that they had where AD was out and they won like, you know, three straight overtime games where he was playing like 40 oh. something minutes every game. Like oh, that it was, was foul, where everyone, dude. Where everyone yeah. was like, Holy shit. But yeah. And it was great. Cause we were on a winning streak, but at the same time, those wins all came from one overtime or double overtime. Like yeah. <laughs> those type of minutes play a tremendous effect. Yeah. They're, I feel like they're of, of all these teams, like the Lakers have got to be the one that's like really looking forward to this all-star break coming up here. Oh yeah. Are there, what wish, what are your thoughts on the all-star game happening? I guess, were you one of the people that was, you know, thinking that it should be going on, or do you think that they probably shouldn't have the game this year? No, I don't think they should have it. Have it, and I, I was trying to put it into words like on Twitter about like the significance and the the spectacle of the All Star. Because when you think of All Star Weekend, you think of all the celebrities coming in, you know, famous people sitting courtside watching the dunk competition, specifically their reactions. Uh, and it's just yeah. like a cool experience for the whole weekend, especially as a viewer from home. 
Um, and so you're not going to get that uh, this year. It's only on a Sunday. Uh, you know, they're very time constrained. Granted, we get to see the best players in the world go at it. But if you look at the second, like I said, the second half of the schedule, like this all-star, even though there's a break, I, I just feel, I know they have to make money, but I, I just think they kind of pushed the lid on this one and, and going with, I think they could have definitely done without an all-star game. Yeah, it's weird. Cause the players made it, they, everyone made it sound like at the beginning of the season, like we knew there wasn't going to be an all-star game. And then I think they kind of like pulled it out of nowhere and we're like, Oh, never mind, We're having the game. And I feel like players are pretty pissed about that. Yeah. And obviously they, I know that uh, Damian Lowe's like, I, you know, it doesn't matter. Like I'll play. I'd love to spend time with the family, but I'll play. And I think they most have that mentality, but yeah, I definitely, if I'm playing that many games and all of a sudden I've been told that, you know, it's a great honor to play, but to play an all-star game and have a, another game on my added to my schedule, then going to the second half of the season of back to back to backs, that would be just freaking hard. It's brutal. Yeah. That's gotta, t- that's gotta take a toll. And, I mean, obviously you, d- you don't think about it too. And, but like they could easily get hurt in this game. Yeah. But, so, and like, I mean, usually they don't, but I mean, there's still that slight possibility of them going up for a crazy dunk and injuring themselves on, as they're coming down on but, the landing or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you know, you like you, the, the, the last all-star game um, this last season was incredible. Um, you know, we've probably saw like one of the best games of stars, like really going at it and wanting to win that new like, formatting. You, yeah, it was awesome. exactly like, how, how do you expect to really build off that in an era era of COVID now with no fans and build off that type of spectacle and hype? Like, I don't think you can, you can remake that. Like exactly. it should have been, been a pause here. It should have been a pause. Yeah. I guess to talk about some other teams too, Padilla, your uh, your Wizards are kind of streaking right now. They've been on, they've been winning a couple games lately. Yeah. You think they're going to make a little playoff push here? Oh yeah, I think, <laughs> I hope so. Honestly, <laughs> I hope so. They they're starting to look real good. I was kind of I was kind of worried once their uh, center Thomas Bryant went down uh, with a torn ACL, I think. But yeah, Beal Westbrook's triple doubles are coming back and they're playing really well, getting everybody else involved. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's crazy too, because they're beating the good teams and then they're barely, they're losing to these bad ones. And so, uh, I don't know. They just got to They got to stay in sync, man. Westbrook's just got to keep doing what he's doing. He's not putting up create like a lot of points, but he's, he's getting more people involved. He's averaging like almost 10 assists, I think, but yeah, Beal, Beal's the heart and soul of that team. And as long as that guy keeps putting up 30 plus every night, they have a legit chance to win every game. Get that man out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to save this guy. Like, yeah, it's great for them that they're winning. And you can tell like Beal obviously looks a little happier now, but like, dude, you're still 13 and 18. And yeah, you're like four seeds back from the play in tournament. Like I just, but just I, think, they went two more games, they're probably the eighth seed. That's true. Yeah, you get a couple more <laughs> wins than you. I don't know, man. That's just that's one of those things where I just don't get it. I get that he's he wants to be loyal. and it's, I think he's just one of those things where he's not going to ask for it, and they maybe they just need to move him. But, man, that team is something it's else. A, yeah, that one, I don't know how he's been able to deal with that. Like, when you're that good of a player, like, I don't understand how you're able to be on such a bad team and just not be good for just year after for year. So after long. Year. Yeah. Like you said, like I get the loyalty, like the loyalty is awesome. 
but still like even for even for like a fan like you got to feel bad for them and you got to feel like kind of hope that they go off somewhere else and can win like obviously you want to see them win with your team but at the same time like wish like how I see you tweeting about this all the time but like Jordan Clarkson Brandon Ingram Julius Randle like they're all balling and they were on yeah they were on the Lakers like and I think you're genuinely happy for them like but for like oh, yeah. Be- yeah but for like Beal like he's a legit superstar and like as a fan you got you kind of want for him to go somewhere else and kind of be better and have a better team instead of just sitting on one team and just stinking it up. Well, not him, but his team. Give those Lakers scouts their flowers, man. I know Crescenti's going to be mad about that, but <laughs> <laughs> like, God, those guys know what they're doing. Like everyone they draft is just like, they're, they're clearly great talent. Like, I don't know. They're, they're finding some diamonds in the rough. Yeah, no. And I agree, Padilla. And I think it's specifically on like the BO point, like you, you feel for the guy and maybe he just has like a great, uh, great load of optimism of, of just wanting to, you know, do whatever you can to make the team succeed. Cause like, what, if he, um, what can he do right now? He would, he could do a sit out and just sit and, you know, really demand the trade. But I think he just likes to play ball and is trying to see, um, some positives to the season. And maybe he knows that the Eastern conference is such a shitty conference that there's a definitely chance, chance they can yeah. get in there. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's more worried about stopping his wife from doing the bus it challenge than he is. Uh, getting oh. his Ws he's got to, he's got to watch out for oh. that. Do you know who we want to see do the bus it challenge? Tyler Harrow's girl. <laughs> oh, <Got you>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'd be good at it. <laughs> you know you know zach turn around real quick just to make sure ariel's not in the doorway oh, in ah, ah, ah. don't listen to this one nothing more to hear all right everybody thanks for joining us this week on the pod wish as always great to have you with us i know the listeners always enjoy your hot takes <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you bringing me back on. Uh, always a good time and really enjoyed the movie soundtrack segment. Uh, yeah, appreciate it. Always a blast doing those types of things. Padilla, any uh, any parting words from you for the listeners? Um, nope, just stay tuned for next week. All three of us will probably be together next weekend, so we'll probably have some stories for you on the pod. Oh, yeah, hint, hint. Something, something could be afoot. Mm, something is cooking. Something's cooking. All right. Later, everyone. Later. Peace.